0: The following Toku Podcast contains spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies, and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled, we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise, please enjoy the show.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku Podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you've possibly never heard of. And unlike the show we're talking about today, well, we're still unofficial, but still... It's going to be great. So, first off, before we get into anything, that's Jay. My favorite episode of Sentai is the one where Guy
0: dies.
1: (laughs) Are you you talking about the actual Guy or fucking Kaiser, where he gets hit by a truck then revived? Yes. Awesome. So, before we get into about what we're going to talk about today, a little bit, a little pause for the cause, time to show. So, as always, if you'd like to send us some money... The PayPal link is down below for a shout-out. $1 or more gets you a shout-out. $5 or more gets you a shout-out and a plug. $10 gets you the satisfaction to give you $10. And, of course, if you don't want to do that, you got Audible Trial. Sign up for the Audible Trial. Do the thing. 30-day trial. Cancel whenever you want. And you get to keep whatever book you want. There's Godzilla books on there. I just realized this. So, yeah. If you want Godzilla books, they're there. I don't know how good they are, but have fun. Probably not. And if you don't yeah, and if you don't want to do any of that, you can always give us a, no, not thumbs up, a, a five-star rating on iTunes, and that'll also get you a fucking shout-out. But make sure you give us a review as well, because, you know, we like hearing you guys. We like hearing the shit you say about us. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, let's get into talking about what we're talking about today, which is the unofficial, official in my heart, 37th Super Sentai team, Akiba Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we actually get into it, Jay, you probably know more than I do, what the fuck was, like, the catalyst to make this a thing? Um, honestly, I don't know, I think it was just, um,
0: you know, it was just, uh, during the, the it was still during the filming of, uh, Go Busters, I think it still hadn't quite ended yet. Uh, which is kind of weird because they never mention anything past, like, Gowandra in this show, but they're still aware that they're the 37th Sentai. I don't,
1: I don't really get it either. Um. Maybe Akagi just hates the new Sentai. I don't yeah, know. that's
0: reasonable enough. I mean, you know, fucking after, Shin had, uh, uh. Goseiger. Oh, that's uh, I was about to, I like, I don't fucking remember what comes after Shin Kenji. Nobody uh, remembers
1: Goseiger.
0: Yeah, that says a lot. And then there's Gokai, which is, a uh,
1: the biggest anniversary series we've had yeah and then go busters of
0: course which is still airing so uh, either way i think it was just more like well the anniversary is over now let's just make fun of ourselves i'm not entirely sure i there there was a production blog but i i couldn't find it again or any like
1: it's one of those weird things that like toei just kind of does because they're toei like there's no real reason for that. It's like how we were talking about last week where fucking they had they got G for the Zio movie. We don't know why they did it. They could have simply not, but they did. And it's like I, it's just one of those things Toei does that we don't really get. <laughs> yeah. They're weird at Toei. <laughs> they certainly are. Um but yeah, so if you haven't heard if you have done you know, if you didn't read the title they are not technically a Sentai. It's a spin-off. It's That's why they're called the unofficial Sentai series. And funny enough, from what I remember, this was aired at a later, like a way later time block than usual Sentai, which gave leeway to a lot of shit that would not fly both in Japanese television and American television, for that matter. Oh yeah, no. Which this, is incredible.
0: This was definitely aired at a later time slot. Uh, definitely not meant for kids or... Really, anybody but the like the mid twenties basement dwelling otaku
1: who actually watch these shows like us. Um, maybe that's maybe that's why they they only mentioned to go onger because they're like nobody the fucking new guys like the newer fans don't watch go I
0: would assume it's that or they didn't want something that's too new where like kids would accidentally find it. Like they'd see clips of it or something there. But
1: they uh, they hear it on they put it up on YouTube or something.
0: Yeah, they see clips of it on, you know, they've got, oh, there's this, <laughs> there's this Sentai show, and they've got the one I liked that was from last year. Let me go check it out. And then they see all this vulgar, horribly, overly sexual, and,
1: like, just crude and violent stuff. It's like, oh, no. Though, saying that, it's more crude and vulgar than actually violent, because a lot of because well, it's not, there's not bloody, I'll say it's that. Not it's violent, not violent, like no. Show.
0: It's, it's definitely, like, crude and, like... I don't know what to necessarily say. Like gross out. It's kind of like that very mid '90s crude humor that was really popular yeah. at the time, and it's still sort of popular there, and especially in Japan too. It's just it's definitely not meant for kids, uh, and they make that <laughs> yeah. they make that evident in the uh, the next episode previews because every single one it's like, hey, if you're a good boy and girl, don't watch the show. That's that's like the show's catchphrase. Basically, it's like good kids don't watch the show.
1: I mean. They have the main villainess of most of the show played by a porn actress. So yes, the
0: here. the main villain of the show is a a porn star who is in a very very revealing outfit, which to be fair is not the first time they've done this in Sentai. I mean, fuck, Goanjer did it. Uh, I think Gingaman did. Um, I don't. Sentai has had a long history of women in very skimpy outfits, possibly played by adult actresses for adult
1: films, possibly. Uh, the only one I can think of is Go Andre, obviously, but it—it's not like the first time they've done this. No, and honestly, its it, like I said, if that didn't tip you off that there's something a little more, it, again, this is very much aimed at people like us who are a bit older, who have watched most of these older shows, who've enjoyed those older shows, and and make fun of all the tropes. And well, actually, let's let's get into it. So as usual, we're going to go through all the characters first. So let's go with our first character. Akagi, who is red. Nobuo Akagi, a
0: 29-year-old delivery man who is (laughs) obsessed with Super Sentai to the point of being a barely-functioning human being, like most of us. I feel so bad
1: for him to be be obsessed with Sentai. I mean, after Go Busters, man, I mean, you think he just, like, gave up?
0: I mean, considering he lives in a universe (laughs) that really only, like, there's Sentai and then that awful Moe crap anime, and that's it. And also that weird not Gavon show that's not like it's weird because there Common Writer doesn't exist, like Pretty Cure doesn't exist. All these other like shows and stuff that we think of don't exist. Except for Sentai and uh Pretty not Pretty Cure, uh, I just said they don't exist.
1: Uh and Gavon, like they, they show him a couple of times. To- not it, in show, but they show him. And it's
0: not even technically Gavon, is cause if you like you look at the titles there, they always spell his name differently, and it's like a totally different romanization, and the design is different there. They they make a point of that. uh that's one of the things I did see from the, um, the old production blogs. They made a point to note that it's like this might look like the space sheriffs. These aren't actually the space sheriffs, and it's it's not something you can really notice. But it's if you look closely, you can kind of tell, kind of thing.
1: Oh, like like well, that, that again, that's like most of the things in this show. But um, but yeah, let's start off with K- Kagi. I love this guy. He's. A- fucking stupid but i love A- him. A- A- Like, is, like is my favorite literally me he's literally me <laughs> he's basically every hardcore tokusatsu fan ever this loser except, is you basically. T- except he's except he's turned up to 11 to the point where like he's mentioning oh that's the building from this specific episode of geki ranger and i'm like bro like, yeah, yeah he's okay? one of those fans
0: that are he, he knows everything even like the the really obtuse shit that nobody ever talks about. Like, oh, they use this specific prop here. It's like, oh, these are the props they use for this specific thing, and they're called this, except that's not actually what they should be called, but whatever, that's not the point. And then he knows, like, the names (laughs) of, like, all the filming locations by heart. You know, that's not super big. I mean, he, I know. He's some
1: the he's too. the type of guy, he's the type of guy at Sci-Fi conventions who can tell you the cast member name of that one Tie Fighter in episode 4 way in the back that you don't even see his face, but you know it. He knows his name. Exactly. He's that he's, type of guy. He's
0: literally me. He knows all this obscure shit
1: that nobody else would ever need to know or want to know. It's amazing. It's amazing because it's because at, at first it kind of comes off like, "All right, you're just kind of pathetic." But then like it's funny because the show kind of subverts your expectation in that way where you think, all oh, right, it's just gonna make fun of him completely, but then it starts becoming relevant and it starts becoming something that actually helps in the show and I'm like oh, well, that's kind of incredible. Yeah,
0: that's the thing is that um very early on throughout the most of the first half of the uh, this first season here um the show is very heavy with the uh, the this loser is you kind of idea. It was like this is the stereotypical otaku character, you know obviously he's a uh, bit more in shape and more attractive than most otaku are but that's neither here nor there <laughs> <laughs> i mean granted he know he's still part of the same talent agency as like all the other like really pretty sentai reds i think it's like d boys or whatever but... yes it is yeah so obviously he's not like the proto the like the typical otaku because he still looks like well that's another thing too is that Despite the fact that there's a large focus on you know the the otaku subculture you know it's in Akihabara a lot of like the otaku types you see in the show are still like obviously actors like you can tell these are people who like they're not like conventionally like ugly they're still relatively attractive people they're still relatively they're not what you would expect of like
1: they're not the stereotype basically. the Akiba kind of clientele I guess yeah, exactly, and and again, like, it doesn't go out of its way to basically, because it's weird, and and we, we can get into it with Red, because he's basically the one that targets, they, they target the most, that this show has a weird thing of both hating otaku, but at the same time, loving them, and it's so weird, but it works, because, like, it's so, it, it becomes so schizophrenic at a point where it's just like, it, 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 that in and of itself becomes a joke, that you they hate them so much but they're so helpful in their way
0: yeah (laughs) and so it's that's another weird thing too there with uh some of the references is um you know there's a lot of like the in jokes there's a lot of like oh there's this specific like trope there's this specific plot flag you know plot archetype and etc and etc but it's all like in there's never really any like directly negative things said like, there's a lot of, like, they call attention to, like, the negative aspects or, like, the... A lot of, like, the unfavorable parts, but they never, like, directly insult the show. They never, like, directly make fun of it. Because, like, even, like, the biggest otaku will still make fun of, like, bad things of a series or, like, crack jokes at the expense of it. But the show doesn't really have any of that. And I want to say that's because that's a, you know... It might be a parody. It might be them making fun of it. But it's still made by the guys who are doing it. So I feel like there's that little bit of, like, leeway there, like...
1: like I guess yeah, the best it's, it's way to, tastefully done.
0: To pay, compare it is, you know, compare this to uh, another Sentai parody, After Five, where, um... You know, After Five will, like, satirize, and they'll really dig into, like, the usual tropes and, the, like... The company practices and stuff like that, and they'll, like... They'll really have that real-world, like, leaning on their, their satire there. Whereas yeah. A Keeper Ranger doesn't really, and... I suppose that makes sense considering the uh, the reveal at the end of the show, but um, it's it's still really noticeable with a lot of like the the jokes they make.
1: Yeah, and like like I said, like with especially with Akagi. again he, like just think, just speaking about his own character, he's t- he's I guess you would say, the typical red with a like a bit of a twist on it. Like, of course, he has the otaku twist on it, but he's. a lot of the times you feel like he's being he just wants to be a Kiba Red because that's just a Sentai thing. He doesn't really want to be a hero. And that's fine because, again, in a show like this, none of them really feel like they technically want to be heroic. And that does play into the whole fact that, you know, most of the time they're fighting in their own delusions. They, they, They spell that out at the beginning of the show. They're only fighting in their delusions. They're not really fighting until, like, towards the end. Which is kind of cool. I don't I don't know why, but I kinda of like that even that even then, like, he does kind of become a real Sentai Red towards the end. Yeah. Again, like they change they change a lot very subtly.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird where um they kinda of, like call attention to a lot of like the retools that start happening. Like that's kind of the main focus of the show is that like all these like retools and like the usual Sentai plot twists start happening. It's like wait a second, we're not actually a sentai show. What the hell's going on here? And because of that, it's weird where like, the cast will start becoming more like the typical sentai characters. Like Akagi is like, you know, he's just this big nerd who's obsessed with the show and as it goes on, he's like, he does start become more like an actual Red Ranger there. And it's it's, it's weird really because weird. he doesn't really like change personality-wise, but it's just because of how the show around him changes, he becomes like the
1: typical red, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, exactly, and it's one of the, and it's one of those things where it, it, it's funny because uh, I think I mentioned this when we did our Fives review, and here they do it more, but with everybody this time that they do they ch- they do change, but ever so subtly that they literally you literally almost don't recognize them on, like you don't recognize the changes until they basically spell it out for you. Like, wait, what the fuck's going on? And it's done really well. I th- I would say it's b- done better than even Fi's.
0: Well, Fi, A Keeper Ranger also has a much much shorter runtime, so it doesn't oh, yeah. have <laughs> as much time to drag out, and so there's less chance of them uh, fucking it up with more additions there. Which I guess is another thing they don't like. They kind of mention where it's like that's like there starts to be these like the late game plot twists and retools and stuff like I just mentioned there, and that's like it's presented as a negative thing it's like what's going on why is all this happening there's there's something more more fishier to this than that and it really does help akagi's character because even though he doesn't change necessarily the circumstances of the show changes and he does really start to feel that like a proto a typical red (laughs) i I kept saying i say the wrong word that typical red ranger there and it's it's really subtle, yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting.
1: It, it becomes so it becomes so like meta that you you your mind starts making up like what if this was part of that like the whole fucking thing where he transforms into Akiba Red to save uh, Sayaka, and like like in that big old like oh I can transform in the real world now it, your brain starts thinking, was that just part of it too? Was that part of like this retooling? Like your brain starts working itself to think like holy shit, how far does that go? How like, deep does this run? And that's another thing,
0: too, is that, like, the whole nature of them is obviously that their battles aren't necessarily real. They're all delusional, and they're in their head. You know, they might be fighting these guys, but, you know, in reality, they're just, you know, they're flailing around in an alley like idiots. <laughs> yeah. None of it's actually happening, but there's still that nature, like, the delusions are affecting reality, but they aren't. It's kind of... Vague. Well, we'll
1: get into more of that, actually. Yeah,
0: and I guess that's enough about uh, Akagi, because, I mean, he's really kind of like the show summarized as a character, I guess, is the, the easiest way to put it. Yeah,
1: in a way, yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, he's the one who basically... Again, if you're an audience member watching this for the first time, he basically just sums up everything that's going, that's going on. Because even to someone... And this this is kind of where the show kind of, like, hits you over the head with it, in episode 10 especially. Because that's where, like, it just goes, boom, balls to the wall where we're just like, wait, what the fuck happened here? Until Okagi's just like, hold, hold on, we gotta think about this for a second. So, yeah, so we'll get into more of that, actually. Um, so let's move on to, oh, what's her name, Aogi? I, I never really got her name right. I always,
0: you know what, I'm gonna be honest, I forgot her name, too. Uh, <laughs> I just,
1: I just finished watching it, like, three hours ago, um... <laughs> I just know her name as Aoi because her name also has blue. It's like the, uh, her name is blue. Like she has blue in her, in her name. So that's how okay. I kind of remember her. But I, I kind of liked her because Mitsuki. she's the one who there does we change the go. I don't know her mo- name. Ah, remember. there you go. Mitsuki. Yeah, she's... um,
0: what the hell is that? Uh, she's the uh, the obligatory uh, serious stop having fun character in parodies where every single show has to have... Every single parody has to have their obligatory straight man character. You know, the one who's like, this is stupid. This isn't funny. Blah, 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 blah. I'm the serious one. And she fills that role. And it's even from early on, they, they make a point where it's like, it's kind of a facade. Or like, she's she's also like a, a big nerd in secret. She, you know, she's obsessed with the, the anime. There's, um, you know, there's an early one where it's like, despite the fact that she's not interested in like any of this like Sentai shit or like the Akiba Ranger stuff. She's still like actively trying to like watch the shows to get it like figure out what, what she has to be as a ranger there. She apparently
1: watches all of Go in a fucking day. That's impressive.
0: That's that's fucking impressive considering Go is like fifty two episodes. She's somehow like Jesus she, Christ. How many fucking episodes? Yeah, a fucking uh RP the go I almost said RPM. Go under 50 episodes, not counting the movies. Somehow she watched that in one day. I don't want to know how the hell... I'm either. pretty
1: sure she did, like, that thing from Death Note where she has, like, 50 TV screens at <laughs> once. Just oh, watched all of them. Oh, she pulls a cake boss and watches all of them at the same time?
0: Oh, it's great. That'd be impressive. That would be impressive. I, that would be useful for me, fuck. Mm. But, yeah, um... If she starts to, she's still very much the you know i i'm i don't really give a shit about this nerd shit i'm the serious one and she does start to grow on it a little bit but there's especially more uh, after their their visit to the studio where uh, akagi tricks her and be like if you really want to be a hero you know she she doesn't she's not interested in like the the sentai aspect she's more that i want to help people kind of thing you know and there's the yeah, there's, and she
1: wants to learn more about like martial arts because that that's kind of her thing for most of it. She just wants to learn more about fighting, pretty much.
0: Yeah, and so there's that uh that aspect where um after Akagi tricks her into going onto a tour at the Toei Studio, she meets one of the suit actors and you know the stunt coordinators, and he kind of like teaches her, and she's like, okay, now now I'm more into this. I I wanna I wanna live up
1: to uh to my legacy here, even though it's not really my legacy. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah like and, and I like and I like that little change in her because the more she goes on the more you get you can definitely see her as like okay well they because again it this this whole show is kind of it's kind of built on making tropes seem not fresh but more I, I it's it, I can't really think of the word but I guess it's different in a way uh, tropes with a twist I guess I'll say. Because again, yeah, she is the you know serious. Blah, blah, a lot blah. of
0: a lot of but, subversions and a lot of like uh, twists on the usual formulas, I
1: guess. Yeah, exactly. And like by the end of it, they're usually completely different. Like with uh, with Mitsuki, she she goes from just um, blue to fucking doing this entire fucking routine every time she transforms, and she's just really into it now. Like by the end of the show, she's like really into like, oh shit, our show's gonna fucking end. Fuck no, I don't want that to end. When at the beginning she probably wouldn't have given a shit, and I like and I like that because again it's it's the same thing I said with Akagi, it's this subtle change that really, it just it just hits you as soon as you start really realizing it, and with her the most because she's the one who does change the most of all three. Yes, she really um, is the
0: one that changes the most, and it's it doesn't it doesn't help that much. She tends to be kind of like in the background sometimes with most plots, but she does she is ultimately the one that does grow the most as a character, where she goes from like. The, the unnecessarily overly serious type to, you know, one of the fans, basically.
1: Pretty much. It's, it's kind of weird when you think about that. But, hey, who knows? Maybe that's just... Maybe that's Toei warning us to not bring in normal people who just watch a couple anime, because then they'll ruin it, man. They'll ruin it. Absolutely. The, the, they'll start watching Sentai, and what'll happen next, man? We'll just... We'll be... We'll, we'll, it'll be ruined. Um... But I guess now we get to move on to Yellow, who is. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, Yumeria, or whatever the fuck her real name is. There we go, Yumeria. There it is. Cosplay name. Uh, She is a weirdo uh, Fujoshi cosplayer who is just a horrible human being, and she's also one of the best characters of the show. Um, She's hilarious. I mean, I just summarized her right there. She's a Fujoshi cosplayer. That's basically everything you need to know. Uh, who's apparently
1: the o- well, the second oldest of all of them, which is insane.
0: Yeah. Um, I really don't know what else to say. I mean, she's just kind of like... She's the weird one. Um, if that can be a thing in a, a comedy show. Uh She's got her cosplay. Well, I mean, get... the
1: first time you see her, she's cosplaying as a fucking She's in, cat in like a,
0: girl. a fucking cat girl maid costume and she's like saying "mia" all the time. It's like, "Oh god.
1: Here we go." She doesn't even lose that. Like, she she'll lose that in other cosplays, but like for the most part she doesn't technically lose that even at the end. She doesn't lose that. Even even when she's like
0: in a different costume, she'll still have like a weird like She's got the quirky speech type. Like, oh, she's dressed as an alien. She's she's doing, like, weird alien noises. Or, like, she's dressed as a rabbit, so she's making, like, rabbit noises. It's like, okay, all right. Like, every time she's in a new costume, she'll be, like, in a totally different character. Like, there's one where she's dressed as a uh, melee from Gekki Rangers, so she's acting exactly like her there. Uh,
1: and see, the way you're describing it, it could sound like, oh, this gets old really fast, but it doesn't really. It really doesn't, and she's... She is very funny as a character.
0: It's just that it's hard to talk about her because it's just like a. I don't necessarily want to say one note, but it's it's a simple gag, but it's it's hard to do, hard to explain it without going over every single version of the gag in the show, and that yeah that would just be you know well what's the point of watching it at that point?
1: Yeah, because because like and like you said, like she not that she's technically like oh she's just this character that just that's it that's all she get with her they do try and add a little bit of a fucking like layer on her which is kind of interesting um they bring in the fucking singer of uh ryuki's theme yeah song, they, they, they bring in thing.
0: uh they bring in rika matsumoto to play her mom who's actually a ghost They bring in be- ash ketchum they bring in ash ketchum to play her ghost mom and it's like what the f- that episode was weird because it got it got really, like, dark at the end, and then the show never, like, right? really gets gets that dark. Like, oh, her mom showed up, and, you know, here we are having a fun birthday. And it's like, my mom's been dead for five years. She
1: wasn't actually there. Like, what the fuck just happened? Right? What? Like, it just punches you in the fucking face. It's like, oh, okay.
0: And then the show, the show never gets, like, that level of dark again.
1: Like... What the fuck
0: just happened?
1: Why it's did Because it's just so fucking weird. But to be honest, it fit. Because, like, I guess, I guess, in a way, you could technically say that just fits the trope. Every Sentai series has to have a bad backstory that is nice at the end. Well, I guess
0: that's the thing too is that they like they acknowledge the expected trope. It's like, oh, we have a parent visiting. Ah, uh, they're gonna be like, oh, you can't be a hero. You gotta do this, you know, or blah blah blah. They're not gonna respect their kid being a hero or whatever and it's like oh they're gonna to be totally different and it's like no she's just like also a weirdo cosplayer and i was like okay at that point i was expecting the twist to be like oh no actually the the mom really was just kind of like the expected mom and it's you know they were just imagining her as better but it's no she was a ghost the whole time uh okay she's fucking dead
1: why what the fuck it it was really weird because it just catches you so off guard. Like, oh, I guess, sure, buddy, right. I guess she's just fucking dead. Oh, <laughs> I'm um, fine with this. Yeah, that's most. But that's our main three. Now let's get into the well, basically the extra characters. Like, uh, I guess she's just Manager Hakase. Cause uh, that's pretty much what she's known as for the most. Doctor
0: Doctor Hakase which is, a, a of course, Dr. Doctor, Doctor um, which they make a joke about because um, Akagi hears her name wrong. So she thinks her name is Dr. Professor Doctor in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love this character. She's great. Uh, yeah, so she she's is great. She's also, you know, she's the commander type, except not really because she's kind of incompetent. Um, <laughs> she's also a bit of a hard character to kind of explain where, um, she's like a, a cafe owner and she hires them to be the Caper Rangers cause you're like, oh, they're super delusional, but she doesn't really have a reason to have hired them or to give them their powers. And it's like, oh, we, we gotta fight the, uh, the delusional guys or whatever the fuck. It's like, why? I don't know. It, yeah. It,
1: that's literally her character. She just does it because,
0: eh. She does it because that's the Sentai thing to do, and I think that's that's part of the point there, where um, you know they kind of acknowledge uh, near the end. It's like, wait, this is just a TV show. We're just we're we're living the tropes as it is, and it leaves that kind of like vague. There, it's like, and it it, it makes it hard to explain, uh, understand exactly how it works early on. It's like, okay, so so it's a delusion, but like. They're real, or are they not? She can see them and like force stop the the delusions. But well, how? technically, she said that she can't. That's right. Uh, she does the, say it, that she can't actually like see them happening, but she can hear them and hear the monsters and the villains. But, but, but she's also yeah, able to um, like
1: forcibly kick them out of them. Like what the hell? It see, I wasn't so I wasn't so weirded out with the delusions because. I, I mean I kind of got it right away okay yeah they're, they're delusions they're having they're basically having really 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 detailed daydreams except they're kind of realish okay that makes sense and I and again they, they even kind of like mentioned it towards the end with uh, her father that's basically he he discovered you know a parallel dimension which is the delusional dimension which i, I it makes sense in that way um but with her like her character itself I don't know. I liked her character a lot because it, it's weird to say that even when they were obviously making fun of the trope of you know the the commander has an has an evil relative or something like that, they played it off with they even if it's a joke, they played it off so seriously that it was still really well done. Like the way that they wrote it, it's they I'm not gonna lie, like the little mystery they had going on with her with her like discovering who the fuck you know, Drew Malchina and all that. I was like, yeah, yeah like, that's pretty good. That's it, awesome.
0: It really is a very, uh, a very nice arc there. But, um, besides that arc, I really don't know how to explain, uh, for the professor there. Cause she's, she's just kind of like around, I guess she doesn't really do a whole lot other than be like a comedic foil more or less and serve as exposition. It's, it's weird. I, I, I really don't know how to uh, describe
1: it. Yeah, I guess you could just say she's just. She's kind of just an airhead. She's an airhead with apparently military grade weaponry. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, which. You
0: know, whatever. It's a TV show. And you don't even. Don't need to understand. It's
1: a TV show within a TV show. You don't really need to understand it. I think the whole point of the show was just don't question it. Um, and then we got. Honestly, I, I have to mention them. We have to mention the weird extra girls that are in the cafe who are just fucking weird. Like, they're always doing something. Always something. Like, one one minute, one of them will be breaking a Sentai robot. The next minute, they'll be having, like, a pretend fight. It's so fucking weird. And I love these characters. They, have, they don't do anything the entire show. They have nothing to do with anything. But when they're actually, like... In the background, you can't take your eyes off of them. Half the time, um, legitimately, I almost caught myself not paying attention to what they were saying. Because the girls in the background are so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they really are. Um,
0: they, they do just kind of exist. Uh, they're just like the staff there at their little, like, secret cosplay cafe, secret base. That's called the Secret Base Cafe, because of course it is. Um, <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Yeah, they they just do kind of exist, but they're they're a fun nice little background element. Like you also see like the customers in there and they're like talking to the customers or like singing songs, you're, like dancing and stuff. It's it makes it feel like it's a real shop where these are just like characters hanging out and having conversations.
1: I mean, shit, there was an entire point there was an entire point where uh where uh yeah, y- y- fucking Yumeru and fucking Aoi and Mitsuki are just like cosplaying and they're fucking reciting lines from a tv from like one of their tvs for like from the anime i guess moizuku and i guess that's what it's called and there's just a guy lip syncing with them there he's he's in the frame like focused in the frame and he's just nobody he's just a guy that's there he's just some guy sitting there it's like okay you get it this is just
0: kind of like a cafe where this kind of shit happens you know these are just other customers this is uh this is akiba this is normal there and it it really uh helps sell the world and sell the the location there, and it's
1: it does it's, because like it. I was, was gonna not, say because because it, it's fun. Yeah, I was gonna say it's fun because these characters they're you see that they're really lively when usually they're just kind of just sitting there maybe talking maybe they'll eat something. No, they're just like yeah, just have fun with these guys, and it's I don't know, and then every time they come in, you get to see the fucking uh. You get to see the, the staff there wearing like a different – like a female Sentai clothes and stuff like that. One minute they will be Zoo Ranger, Next minute there will be Hurricanger. It's great. I, I love the I, I love that idea because I, I kind of wish they did this in Sentai more because, I mean, obviously I don't know how you would do that for 49 fucking episodes. But that's probably a problem for them, not me. Mm. But I would love if they would do that more where they would make the world – even if it's just, again, a small little cafe feel a little bit more alive. Because, again, some of these characters, they don't do anything. They're not there to move the plot, yeah, that's what there is. That's
0: the thing I'm trying to think of is that, like, even in shows where, like, the heroes will have, like, the secret base that's just, like, a real place in the real world, they're always, like, totally empty, except for the heroes. Like, uh, Abba Ranger had, like, the curry house there that they always hung out at, but nobody was ever in there unless it was, like, required for the plot or, like, a specific joke in a scene or even when they're like they'd go to a restaurant and like there'd either be nobody there or the people in there would be completely irrelevant and the scene completely doesn't matter. That's that's the thing is that like even when like their secret base is just like out in the open, it's always like barren and empty. Yet here you'll have like people there, like you'll have the people working there and it, it makes it feel like this is just a real place they're hanging out at.
1: They'll be singing, they'll be talking, they'll be eating. And again, it's not like I'm saying, like, you know, I want more shows to have, like, really distracting background details. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just – I just want more, like, this where it really feels – honestly, it just feels like a real place, like you said. Like, it just feels like, yeah, I could probably walk in there and see this shit happening. Like, nothing. And it's great. It really is. Um, so now we'll – I guess we'll move on to our villains. The first one, Malshina. Uh, A.K. Holy shit! That outfit. <laughs> <laughs> My God. She's got
0: like a weird like semi SS officer shtick going on. Like she's got the <laughs> the cross and she's got like the hat and it's like the black leather on black leather and it's I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Other than we have a ho- we have a porn star with big titties. Let's just make something that's really like revealing. And I'm fine with that. You know it works it's fine
1: it, it did honestly it's hilarious because like the first po- the first time you see her the camera's just right up there right in those fucking titties and it's like well we know what we're coming for so fuck
0: you, it. you you know what you're watching for we know we're not gonna pretend otherwise kids
1: <laughs> like they they have multiple points where they're just like they're either down her tits or right right in between her crotch and it's like yeah you know they're not even they're not hiding it guys fuck i mean hell there's, a, in like the second episode
0: you see her ass she's completely naked and you see her ass i mean bam,
1: this is true bam,
0: like right there you get what they're going for you get what kind of audience they're looking for you know what you know what they're expecting you know what you're
1: good expecting. boys and girls shouldn't watch this show good
0: boys and girls
1: please don't watch <laughs> This is why we this is why we're watching you. We're way past that. We're we're past the point of no return here. Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, I love this I love Malashina. She's the very typical haha, I am evil woman. I mean Ooh. she
0: works for a, a group that's literally called the blatantly evil gorilla marketing
1: firm.
0: <laughs> and th- their scheme early on is like we want to destroy Akibahara because it's a, a gross, disgusting otaku paradise and otaku are gross and disgusting and we want we want it to be more more uh i don't necessarily say like socially acceptable presentable present well presentable i guess is a good way to put it it's just like not this disgusting creepo otaku place basically
1: really makes you think
0: and there's no they don't really have any like reason why other than we don't like otaku and i guess that's fair because like as the show goes on like that kind of aspect does kind of get forgotten and uh, especially more in the shuffle where like the meta stuff starts getting heavy like Malshina doesn't actually exist until she does you know it's all delusional so the monsters are all delusional too uh mm-hmm. they, they all got hilariously unnecessarily long names like uh there's the one in the first episode who's Name is so long that she doesn't even fucking remember his name. Uh,
1: She actually just tries to, like, just shorten it to, like, the last four letters or something.
0: Yeah, and then fucking, uh, of course Akagi remembers it instantly. (laughs) You know, like, a good fan.
1: I wish I would have that fucking type of memory, man. That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. But, But, yeah, like, her, 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 like, the entire, again, like you said, the entire plan of, uh, the blatantly evil marketing corporation... Is, is, again, just to remove all... And I, I, I can kind of understand that. Because, again, this show... It has a weird way of... God, I, it's so weird when you think about the theme of the show. Because the theme of the show is basically... They don't really hate otaku. Because by the end of the, by the, end of the show, otaku are, are what fucking saved the world, in a, in a way. Pretty much. So, so, yeah, so it's kind of like... It's kind of like saying, like, fuck it, just embrace it. Like, you know, like like with, uh, like with Mitsuki. Her, I, I, honestly, it kind of fits with her character especially. She doesn't want people to know she's an anime fan. And by the end, she's just like, fuck it, you know? I'll do this big pose. I'll fucking watch Sentai. I'm in here cosplaying and shit. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of basically just telling people, embrace it. Who fucking cares? And I, and I love that part of the show.
0: Yeah, um... I forgot what I was gonna say there. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice, and it's like, okay, these are the enemy because they don't agree with their taco, even though you know we're all creeps too, and you kind of get it. Um,
1: and it's not really necessary. You know you're watching.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really not entirely like important why, especially like in the second half where it really does yeah. stop being important and it becomes more like a, a focus on the the meta aspect of the show overall. Because uh, Malshina is somehow able to escape from the delusion. And then her whole plan is like, okay, actually, I want you guys to become so delusional that it crosses over into the real world. And then things snowball from there.
1: I mean, to be fair, they even make a joke of that where uh, uh, Mr. Zed, or no, Dr. Zed was like, this is my plan now. Malshino's like, wait, weren't we going to like destroy Otaku or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was basically the joke.
0: <laughs> they make the joke about the, uh, the second half villain plan retool switch where okay well now our plan was actually this all along and they're like there it's like wait wasn't her plan supposed to be ne- uh, oh yeah yeah definitely yeah that's right i'm, I'm definitely not having my mind rewritten but most <laughs> machine is for whatever reason like exempt from this rewrite aspect and it's it's kind of confusing there um but it doesn't really matter necessarily so yeah
1: a, a lot of, a lot of things that kind of confuse that can kind of confuse people. In normal Sentai shows, they really kind of don't matter because, in a way, you you can kind of excuse a lot of those things by just saying, "This is just something that they're trying to rewrite." You know what I mean? And she's just like not rewritten yet, which I can kind of I can see it that way. Um, but before we get into the massive meta fuck that is like the last the second half, uh, let's talk a little bit more about. Everything else in between, you know. Let's talk about the fucking designs, because the designs in the show are amazing. Oh yeah, like better than they have any right to be. <laughs> Monster
0: designs are really great. The costumes stand out incredibly. Uh, they got the guy who did uh, Tiger and Bunny to do the costume designs for the monsters and stuff. So it really like you like compare it to like his work, so you can really see the uh, the style there, and the... it's got uh, a lot of the. The suits are very cheap. But it kind of lends that, like, uh, local hero aspect to the characters with them, where they, they're they cheap, but they're they're endearingly cheap in the way that, like, a costume from some guy in your hometown would make if he had, you know, a decent budget to do it. And he just kind of went out and Yeah, and I, I, I love stuff.
1: the, the, the Akiba Ranger suits. I love them. I love these suits. They, they I legitimately think they look nice.
0: Oh, yeah. They're really nice. They're really well done. Uh, they've got the... I really don't know how to explain them, man. Uh, yeah,
1: they're good. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I guess you could say, they're. You know what? I guess you could say these are like, I w- fuck. They might actually be like what gave Toei the idea for some of X Eight suits with like the weird hair and shit. Maybe. I I could they I could see that. Hell yeah. Like if you don't know what I'm talking about, like they have very pronounced hair. Like you know how in some Sentai, I mean the only one who actually did hair what I think was. Battle Fever J, and that was only for, like, we, Miss America.
0: We don't talk about Battle Fever J's helmet hair things anyways. Uh, yeah, they're, true. Uh, they are uh, they look like, uh, they look like anime characters, more or less. I guess they the do. Way to put it.
1: Uh, it's like you said, they look like, um, they, again, they look like local hero fucking suits, and I can, I can definitely see that. Because, again, you can see the very detailed hair, you can see they have skirts, and the the women's skirts, if you flip them off, they have, like, bears on their asses, which is hilarious.
0: <laughs> which they even,
1: like, they call a point to. It's like, oh, this is the, this is the one where we, like,
0: oh, you yeah, know, yeah, Moshita disguises herself as blue. It's like, oh, this is the one where we realize, that, like, oh, the fake doesn't have the bear on the ass. It's like, why why are you looking at her asses, Akagi? It's like, oh, I don't know. Shut up.
1: Uh, who knows? Maybe that's just a pun. You can see her bear ass. Oh! Woo! Oh, there you go. I broke the fucking coat. Um, but yeah, like I love the... again, I just love these suits. They're they're oddly they're not. I shouldn't say they're intricate because they're not, but they're very well detailed for what they are. Honestly, I like I said, I I uh, I was saying earlier, I have one of the uh, SH figure arts for, uh, for Akiba Red, and it's so nice because again, they're, they're, these aren't these aren't really. I guess you would say sentai. Honestly, they're I would kind of more to. What, what would I kid him more to? Because they're they're not typical Sentai suits in the way that Sentai suits all look uniformed. They all, like, have basically just spandex with a helmet. Um, I guess you would say they're, they're kind of a mixture between Rider and Sentai suits in a way. It, it's really weird because if you've never seen these suits, I can't, again, I can't describe them. Because they're, they're almost in a league of their own, in a way. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so, besides that, we also have the, uh, we also have the fucking, um, the music of the show, which I like the music. It's all, it's very happy and poppy and almost Showa-y in a way. It's a very, it's a very Showa soundtrack from, like, if you ever listen to, like, some Showa shows. Ugh, there Here we go again. If you ever listen to some of those soundtracks, sound the exact same. They, they're fun. <laughs> I love the fact that they actually have an insert in this. Uh, at the end, that you can't hear because they're trying so hard to not let it play, which is hilarious to me. Like they get really fucking meta, which I again I guess it's a good segue to get into the last se- the the second half, yeah. which becomes
0: meta overload. So the show is already very meta with its its references and kind of the the okay we're not real but we are real kind of nature of it, and things just kind of like go right out the window when um mulchina is somehow able to cross over into the real world through the power of delusions and then things just kind of snowball from there and then we've got everybody starts crossing over the real world we've got the the trope overload uh there's the bit where um they lose the uh the zqn guns to transform and like they're they're sitting on like a steps and like they're they're moping and you start seeing like the usual like crawl where like it has like the the information for like giveaways and stuff and like kind how of, he's like oh shit no this is the scene where they do the giveaway announcements isn't it <laughs> which ends up becoming yeah. like actually important in the last few episodes which is hilarious you know and you've got a uh, they've got the monster where it's like um they're like okay well we we need to we need to keep this battle going to end up in the real world because Malshina tricks them um that oh a Toei producer noticed them when they crossed over so we need to get noticed again so we can actually get attention to become an official sentai team because that was kind of their whole thing is we want to become a real sentai so they get the monster and he's like the monster is super weak so they're going through like a training montage with the monster to make him stronger and then like at the end the monster's like Oh, we like oh we're friends now, we don't wanna fight he's like, haha, this was my plan all along and then they just kill him anyways. It's like well
1: Yeah, it's like no we have to kill him. That's 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 the whole point. We like, have to do it for him.
0: That's right. If we gave up now, we wouldn't we would have just wasted our time and we wouldn't be true friends. We're gonna fight with our all and he's like, Ah oh, shit.
1: Fuck. Oh fuck, my plan backfired. And then they and then they bring in his fucking brother, which is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit, dude. But yeah, like it, it's the the whole thing basically starts turning into, I guess you would say, a typical Sentai show. Especially when they bring in Geki Blue, which is fucking hilarious. No, to no, think no, about. no that
0: that wasn't Geki Blue. That was Geki Bruce, tw- Geki Blue's twin brother. Uh, this is actually a real fact. He does have a twin brother in real wait, life. Wait,
1: wait, like was that a shoot or kayfabe? Because I don't know. No.
0: In real life... uh,
1: Oh my god! That's amazing! (laughs) Yeah,
0: Geki Blue has a twin brother. Uh, He also showed up in Geki Ranger in one episode to play Geki Blue's evil twin. uh, Because, of course... So, yeah, uh, you have Geki Blue's twin brother show up, and they make the joke. It's like, what, you think this guy looks like Geki Blue? He looks nothing like him. Come on. They they don't look anything alike. They look nothing alike. It's fucking great. Yeah, and there's the nature where they like the battles cross over the real world. They're like they're real now, but they're also still like not real. Like what's what's the limit to the delusions? Uh and then uh the creator of the the weird Moe shit anime and also the the Akiba Ranger shows up and he's he's Judao from Double Zeta. Um <laughs> He's it also really is. yeah. That's uh, Doctor Z is uh is Judeo from Double Zeta. He's also Ninja Man
1: too, but that's not that's not as important. It, it's it's great because fucking he, he like the whole his whole thing to go to become evil, which again it's another little jab at the otaku where he gets his PhD at twenty one and then anime ruins his life so he becomes <laughs> evil. Which then is he beautiful. Becomes, he wants to be an animator. He's like.
0: I don't. Want to, I don't want to fucking make this all, all this all this awful Yuri moe shit. I want to make a real real man's anime. I want it to be dark. I want it to be serious. And it's like
1: I, I'm not going to make moe or Yuri or any of that crap.
0: Yeah, and that's what makes him turn into a bad guy. Uh, he's
1: basically just he's basically the the A board on Four Chan condensed.
0: He really is. He really is. <laughs>
1: Oh, I should say a. twenty twelve A. 2019 A is probably all over Moe Moe Zo um, they, w- they they would be. They would. Oh my god. Um but yeah, fucking the the entire the entire show basically starts doing this weird one eighty where now they're they're revealing, oh, the main villain is uh Doctor Hakase's dad and all like basically again, it starts turning into a Sentai. Doctor Hakase was the, the voice actor for
0: uh, the Zune <laughs> girl for some reason, <laughs> because <laughs> because why? she's
1: a voice voice actress in real life, so whatever. Um, mm. she... But yeah, so then uh, so so then they start doing, which is the funniest fucking thing, where they replace Akagi, uh, they replace Akagi with fucking uh, Gecky Blue's twin, which who's, is hilarious. Who's
0: Haka- Hakase's long lost uh, younger brother that we never mentioned before this point?
1: Don't worry um, about it. Yeah. <laughs> And so
0: uh, he works for Interpol. Yeah, he works for Interpol, which doesn't make sense because Interpol doesn't have agents or people that work for it. But uh, whatever, because <laughs> that's not how Interpol works, kids. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and and Akagi, then the Pentagon calls, and yeah, Akagi Akagi. gets hired to be for a uh, fucking the employee at the Pentagon for some reason, and he gets written out, but he doesn't get written out. And then there's the new villain that replaces Malshina because it's halfway through the show and we're going to have a new villain. And it's like Akagi and Malshina meet up and it's like they start talking about this and Akagi's like, oh my fucking god. What? No, he's like he tries to throw away the letter that going to get him brought to the Pentagon. It's like it just conveniently like gets thrown back to him by some cops. He's like, oh my yeah. god. Oh my god, are we Are we in a TV shit? No, my god, we're actually in a Sentai
1: He's, which is fucking hilarious because like cuz cuz again it hits you so hard in that episode because um cuz you like cuz you start seeing it everywhere like they get official sentai jacket yellow doesn't cosplay anymore they start dressing up in their commander uniforms for some reason and it just hits you like wait a minute they why introduce is so much like an actual sentai they
0: introduce some heretofore unmentioned curse on the hakase where Every time they transform, oh it kills God, them yes. slowly. And of course, they got the the little LED candle thing that lights up that shows how many times they have left to transform. Uh, and it Thanks, plays, you Ranger. Yeah, it plays the uh, the the dragon dagger flute thing too. Uh, so <laughs> just so just so it's you get so the point. Hilarious. In. Uh, um, and it's like you get all these like expected retools and stuff. Like uh, a Malshina gets betrayed and fired. Uh, the delusion like the uh the marketing team becomes the delusion empire and we're going to take over the world it's like wait what are you talking about that wasn't our plan yes it is shut up the alien invasion is coming down and now it's like now our army from the delusion galaxy it's like the our, our armada from space what the fuck are you talking about even, even doctor z like what are you
1: talking what? about what's killing <laughs> that's not our plan what's and then it all comes to a head where they do the fucking craziest meta thing I've ever seen in a Sentai show. And then followed by the, the biggest craziest thing. So first, the way Akagi proves it is, as we mentioned before, oh, this is the part where they show the giveaway scroll, right? So it comes yeah. on, and he fucking physically stops it. <laughs> he
0: stops the giveaway scroll and like pulls it back so they can read it. It's like... Visit the Keeper <laughs> Ranger website. What? <laughs> what then, uh, is this? Then, uh, not Gecky Blue. She's like, "What are you guys talking about? I can't read that at all." And it's like, "See, that's how it proves he's not real. He's part of the the retooling. He's whatever is controlling us is taking over." And then he's just oh, like, "Oh, Interpol just called me. I have to go." <laughs> and then he just like he turns around a corner and then immediately drives off in his motorcycle. It's like, the fuck did he do that? How did he get on his motorcycle so fast? I have to go now. My agent's... I have to me. go now. My
1: planet needs me. Then he died on the way back. He died on the way back to Britain. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's this whole fucking thing. And they start just... And they realize, holy shit, the main writer of this show wants it to fucking end.
0: No, it, w- it wasn't the main writer. It was the producer. It was the big bad at Toei, the guy that produces every single sentai show some guy who doesn't actually exist um uh which they start getting like the forced retools it's like they get the forced setup for the endings like oh shit this is the part where the villain says his great big speech and then the big new like robot calls out it's like we can't listen to him we can't fight him and then uh the the new villain delu nights he's just like oh well, i'm gonna go visit my fiance he's like no, 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 no. listen it's like before I fight you, I need to tell you... They're setting up all, like... <laughs> they're setting up all of the final fight tropes. And they're like, oh, no, we can't we can't fall into them. We're going to start the ending. We're going to end the show. We don't want the go- show it to It goes end.
1: so far. It goes so far where they start trying to, like... Oh, wait. What if we foreshadow <laughs> bullshit to, like, make it last longer? Yeah, it's, like, it's if, fucking great. What if we set up random
0: plot threads? And that'll keep the show from ending. And it's like oh i know this girl that i've had a crush on is in america now i'm gonna just pr- start trying to pursue a romance with her and then she just calls up it's like hey i'm back in uh and you want to go hang out it's like oh shit i uh, like sentai now yeah it's like i like sentai now I, you know i'm not
1: i'm not afraid of your disgusting nerd habits it's like <laughs> oh really wow that's convenient and then blue's just like Wait, I have a martial arts tournament in three months. There's no way I can beat my rival. I broke my fucking leg. You the win. The rival immediately shows up and <laughs> then it's like I broke my leg. Right, you win. <laughs> uh, my favorite was Yellow's, where like she just goes up to like the random like what's it, her name? They gave her a name. It was like Cos Cos something like that. Yeah. She goes up to her and she's like, "I've always loved you." Oh, that's great. They'll never be able to wrap up a romance plot this fast. And then she's oh no, like, I, love, I love I love you, you too. too. It's like
0: oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, and it's like, it starts getting to the point where like, the, the twists and resolutions stop making sense at all. And they're like, they just, they've they just given up trying to make sense here. They just, they want the show to fucking end. They don't care about how the fans think, which is a funny dig because, of course, they do that all the time. <laughs> Ooh, I guess it, I, I guess it, Uh, <laughs> our, uh Arakawa, the madman who brought us uh, Deck Ranger and a bunch of other fucking shows. I think he did, yeah, he did Kuga as well. Um, of course he's been in this business for a while, so he knows how it is. So he's, he's really able to, uh, to dig in there with like the, the meta jokes and meta commentary, Because who better than one of the guys who's been working in this fucking franchise for more than a decade.
1: Like at, as soon like by the point you get to the, where like all these like foreshadowings get just shut the fuck down. You're like, there's no fourth wall anymore. It's broken. It's gone.
0: The fourth they wall was broken. It. The fourth wall was broken to the point that Akagi realized that they're in a fucking fictional TV show, in a show, in a show, and it it gets so meta where it just like it doesn't even make sense anymore. And that's that's it kind doesn't... of the best part, is that like. They're really playing on how meta they are to keep the show from ending because they don't want a show to end because now though oh we have hero powers now if the show ends we're basically dead you know but they're playing you know they're fighting the producer they're fighting essentially God himself what the hell is gonna happen you know we can't we can't fight against a guy who could re re the we rewrite reality. At a whim. I don't know why it took me so long to fucking pronounce that. (laughs) And it's... But... It's really, like... It gets so meta, like, it stops being meta somehow, I guess.
1: In in a way, because, like, like at the end, where, like, they're fighting a Knight's giant fucking robot, they are trying their (laughs) heart... They destroy their own mecha to try and not fight them. The mecha they didn't even have up until that point. You know, yeah he's and the he's robot beaten by the like fact died. that and they he's beaten by the fact that Akiba yellow throws a can and that can is so powerful it throws its own boomerang back at Delunite and kills him. Like because Akagi
0: makes the po- like the joke it's like oh no this is the final fight where the villain makes one careless mistake and that takes down them down instantly. We have to we have to make sure that he doesn't make any mistakes and so they're beating themselves essentially.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> it's fucking great because it goes so far cuz again she throws a can like a can from the trash can and it beats him it beats him by deflecting his own attack and it's it really
0: uh it plays on their their characters too because like despite the fact that like they desperately don't want to do this anymore they want the show to keep going they don't want to like end the show they keep they keep being set up in these situations where they're forced to act and it goes it's like do we betray our we do we betray our natures as people or do we keep our show going? And it's funny trying to see them to ways to do both there. And that's kinda of where a lot of the the humor in the last few episodes comes is um them being like Well okay, how do we how do we stop the show from ending and also like not die? Like there's the part where it's like, we can't end the fight now, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep dragging this out for like six months. I don't know. Like <laughs>
1: It's yeah, fun. and and, uh, and it, it goes so far because, like, even at the end, where <laughs> Malshina, she's still alive. By the way, she's like, "Ha! I will fight you at this inc- this extremely inconclusive battle for the next six months." <laughs> while the end credit is bulging well, and, out of the ground. Yeah, the,
0: the fucking the end sign literally shows up, and they're like, "Quick! If we destroy it, the show won't end." And so it's just uh, Malshina. <laughs> Sheena... <laughs> The Akiba Rangers and the Mooks just shooting the the end sign. <laughs> They're
1: fighting the end, which is hilarious. And like, then it, again, there's another. Um,
0: and then it reaches another level of meta in the the last last episode, which is the obligatory recap episode where it's like it's them rewatching the show and like making commentary on it. And by the end of the, it's like they have a DVD of the show. It's like if you guys want a second season, watch this and figure out what you did wrong. And then by the end, of it's like, <laughs> wait a second. We did, we weren't supposed to watch it to figure out what's wrong. We're watching it so we pointed out what was wrong to the producer. Oh, shit. <laughs> it gets it, so goddamn it meta. It keeps the meta level going because like, they start making jokes about, like, oh, all the retools are Akagi's fart. Like, him getting replaced is because he's such an awful person as a character. he's like, Akagi's like, wait a second that doesn't make any sense because the producer would have created me intentionally like that and he wrote it all like this and he wrote this setup for the retool but the retool like oh my god it again him it trying to retool so me made me figure out that we were real and that was his fault
1: oh. and it like it goes like, so far where you start like almost <laughs> thinking How far does it go? Because again, it goes to the point where even little things at the beginning of the show start making it seem like, was that part of the plan? Was that part of its weird meta retools? How far does it go? How far ahead did they plan this twist?
0: I would hope from the beginning, because it's only like 13 episodes there, but like. Is was this just like a natural thing where like oh we noticed this one little bit and we're gonna we're gonna play up that, or was it all intended from the start? And it's
1: it's really crazy like that. It it shows, honest to god, it shows that the people at Toei can make a fucking like crazy twist filled plot at any time because they did it. They fucking did it. And it's because, again, it keeps going and going and going to the point where you start questioning, is this part of the retool? Wait a minute. Are they was fighting the end part of the retool? Did they get retooled just to get retooled again? Like, where does it end? Was
0: them realizing they got retooled part of the retool? What where does this like where does this rabbit hole of meta begin and end? it's beautiful i want to give props not only to arakawa but the rest of the writing team where if you guys had like a less experienced writer like hell even if you had a different writer you really could not have pulled off this same story without exactly the same cast of writers that they used
1: you you want to know what's funny jay what we just had a show that tried this oh called zeo <laughs> holy well, shit
0: i didn't even think about that uh, yeah zeo oh my god <laughs> zeo did do the like meta commentary on like the nature of the show and like the nature of retools as a whole almost but it was written by an idiot it, yeah it was written by an idiot and i guess oh my holy shit i didn't even think about that yeah like that's crazy oh my god
1: oh my god i would have never thought about that wow that's insane now that i think about it oh my god that is that is insane oh yeah (laughs) holy shit (laughs) Zeo is just a rip-off of a Kira Ranger, but longer. Oh.
0: Oh my god. Who would have guessed that we actually did get a season three? It was just as a worse show that had nothing to do with it. Oh. They did. They made it bad
1: on purpose. It goes oh. deeper. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And Oh my god. I guess that's just like the testament to Keeper
0: Ranger's like legacy and quality of a show where we can make connections to these shows due to very similar natures and they have nothing to do with each other really other than like a couple of vague elements.
1: It's true. Uh, but see, that's, that's the thing. Because of the meta nature, like you said, because of its own nature... You can't really discredit anything because you don't know. We don't know because it's so fucking meta. For all we know, they probably did try and recreate the same thing, only they tried to do it seriously and longer with Zia. We don't know this, but it's. Woo. Wow. I feel like I just like hit like transcendence or something, man. Holy fuck. Mm. <laughs> this is deep fucking state right here, man. I feel <laughs> like I'm is- Alex Jones right now.
0: And I guess, I guess that I want to bring the mood down. I guess that's like why I'm so, always so disappointed that they just, they don't do anything with Akiba Ranger anymore. They just, they got a second season and afterwards they've, they've just kind of been forgotten about. There's been a couple of nods here and there. There was like a a net movie or two where they made jokes about Akiba Ranger and then uh, that fucking Madman Arakawa in the, the Gavon Decker Ranger movie has the characters directly reference Akiba Ranger. And there's there's a bit in the movie where um, uh, Deckered, who shows up in the show uh, as his own actor, um, he's like he's talking to somebody. It's like, I want you to remember like uh, give props to my team. And then she's like, you mean the Akiba Rangers? And he's like, yeah. And then he says the Akiba Ranger catcher. He's like, wait, no, stupid. That's not what I'm talking about. And it's because he's a madman. Because <laughs> he's a madman, and he somehow made them canon by having Dekarad reference the Akiba Rangers, <laughs> which. But, but other than that,
1: they've they've just kind of been forgotten about. Which is, I mean, kind the, of a, the closest thing that they've done, besides the spin off and that, or besides the sequel and that, was they got they got their they did get their own ranger keys. I know that. They got ranger keys. They did get merch.
0: um... They had the Figure Arts. They had uh, the ZQ and Blaster. They had the uh, the Mech Toy, which was, uh, to quote Akagi from episode one, so deliciously, expensively cheap, uh, which was $500. Um, yes, this is true. God, I, I'm afraid
1: to wonder how much that's fucking worth nowadays. Probably more than, like, your entire house. <laughs> probably. Like, probably. Um. Yeah. But, it yeah, just, but, like, it's... it's oh, sorry, o- go on. Oh,
0: it just, overall, it's, like... Akiba Ranger is a concept they really could, like... They could try again nowadays. Now, like, the state of Sentai has become where, like... The fan base has dwindled, and, like, there's... You know, I, I know we have talked about, like... The people who Doom post, like, oh, Sentai's gonna die. You know, it's... This is gonna be the last season for four seasons in a row. You know, I mean, fucking Re-Soldier isn't gonna be the end. They just announced a new show.
1: Um, yeah, because like 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 you said, like how many times have we have we set the same song and dance? Oh, it, the the ratings got even worse. The toy sales are even worse. We've been, worse. F- it's we've been fucking end s- now.
0: We've been fucking saying Sentai's gonna die again since Tokyo at this fucking point.
1: Which is hilarious and, when you think about it.
0: And that was like five, six <laughs> yes. years ago now. Yes, yes, and it was. That was that was like right before. The final, uh, the second season of Kiba Ranger was, uh, they aired during, uh, Cure Uger there, and it's, it's weird. We're with like this constant like downtrend of like Sentai and like the dwindling fan base and stuff. You'd think that would be like, hey, maybe we should try this again and like have it be like a meta commentary on like, oh, Sentai is dying, so we're gonna bring back the Kiba Rangers there, and you can have them have that like meta joke where like, Akagi's kind of like he's kind of got disillusioned with Sentai or how it's, like, it's turned out and, like, make jokes with that downhill. aspect. Yeah, but it... All I want is for, like, one... one more appearance, one more reference to the cast in some way, shape, or form. Like, they did See,
1: that... it's funny because, like, because... I... We don't even need to do Akiba Ranger. Honestly, I wouldn't even mind if they did something like this with Ryder. Or even fucking... That, don't even keep it to Toei properties. Hell, imagine if they tried to do something like this with Ultraman. Like, that'd be that'd be interesting. Well, I
0: mean, Ultraman has had parodies before, but not in, like, this ultra, like, meta, crazy, obsessive, like, style.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would like if they did something like that with those. Could you imagine what Arakawa could say if he did went on Ryder? That would be fucking... Amazing. Beautiful. yeah give him i mean fuck he did kuga
0: i mean he can do a completely different more insane meta like take on common writer too
1: god that would be amazing
0: bring the idea back i mean i get it it's been like six years since the second season true but like other than like these tiny little references it's it's weird how just it's been forgotten considering how popular it was, and like how much of a focus like it got from fans, and I'm going to assume that's because you know it's for adults. It doesn't make as much money. It's I don't,
1: I don't really know. I I do wonder how popular it still is in Japan. I do wonder because I mean, if because I, I do remember it was huge when it came. I'm out. sure that's Not very like much giant. why
0: it probably hasn't. Is that they either like don't care anymore, or, like I would assume. I mean, it was huge in japan when it came out and it was still pretty huge during the second season
1: and then i don't really know about nowadays though and it's that'd be interesting i would like to ask someone from japan just how i mean if it's even close to as popular as it used to be because if it is maybe maybe it's just a maybe it's just a testament that toei doesn't really want to do anything with it because i mean they've done so many things in the past that could be really interesting like, remember how apparently that whole girls in trouble thing was gonna be a thing? Just yeah, there's happened. there
0: there was the whole Space Squad series that they started and then they did two they did two movies. One was Gavon Deck Ranger and the other was the Q Ranger movie. And then they did nothing else since. And then so- Sakamoto swears it's not cancelled, guys. It's definitely not cancelled. It's still going, we're still coming, we're still working on it, and we still haven't Like, like I heard... doubt. It's been say, like, I three doubt anything fucking... From it's been three fu- fucking Sentais since that happened, and we still haven't heard anything else, so where the fuck is it, Sakamoto? Where
1: is it, Arakawa? <laughs> fucking give me more. But but like I said, like I very much doubt, like, I mean... Like, hell, with Amazons, sure you can technically say, well, Amazon's is over, sure, but... They said they wanted to do more of those. There, was, there's been say, there's, there was rumblings of that since season two of Amazons that they were going to do more of these.
0: I mean, they, they keep bringing around. the Amazons back. I mean, they fucking showed up in the Zio movie. They showed up in their fucking stage show for whatever reason.
1: Exactly, which which makes me think like, are they going to just be completely forgotten in a few years too? Because this this kind of goes back to something I was thinking about the other day that Toei has so many of these weird ideas uh, that they do. That they just kind of forget about, you know, like like we said, the whole thing with Space Sheriff and Girls in Trouble, the Amazon Sting, Akiba Ranger. I mean, th- we could probably go back to even before the sh- before the uh, beginning of the Heisei era where like, they had
0: Shin like that. and like the the ZOJ like shared universe. Yeah, and...
1: where, where apparently that was supposed to be another like a complete series of movies, not just those three. It's like, what happened there? it's so interesting to th- to like try and like because I would love. To pick apart like the people at Toei's brains, just to see like what goes, what's what's the mindset that makes them go, okay, we want to keep this going, or nah, let's not keep this going, because like you said, a Keeper Ranger was huge. Like of course, maybe not as huge nowadays, but it was huge. So it makes me think, why didn't they do anything more with that? I
0: mean, hey, it took fucking Yoshihiko six years to get a, se- a third season maybe another one's right around the corner i don't know i mean with too bad with, it's never gonna get finished subbing well true i mean i was gonna say i mean hell there's there's even a joke in uh season one where it's like nobody cares about a Kiba ranger and akibahara anymore it's all about the olympics now and then fast forward to nowadays and uh they're really like japan as a government is really like trying to shoo out the otaku from akiba because you know they've got the olympics coming and they they don't want like the the normie tourists to go there and see all this degenerate weeaboo shit <laughs> can and you it's fucking imagine you that can, oh my you god you could do a third season there and have that kind of meta aspect of like okay now the real world government and like all these people like the companies are really like actually in real life trying to like do what the villains were trying to do in Occupy Ranger*, and you exactly. could have you could have the third season be like focus on that weird meta narrative. Like you could remake the first season, but have like have them be aware that like it's a re- remake and it's like all this real world stuff. It it's something. It
1: it's definitely Shit, worth... if you want to go even more meta with it, fuck. Don't even have the actors be the characters. Just have them actually be those actors. Yeah, I go mean, fuck full you. full on meta.
0: Yeah, you could go full on meta and re- remake the show with like a with a new cast and have them become aware that they're just a remake of another show. And it's... I mean, fuck. Like, that right there. That's a season. Remake season one, but change the aspect where instead of them discovering they're a TV show, they're a remake of another show there and the actors are just real people. And it's... Make it even more fucking meta. Like,
1: I, I don't, don't know, know how you can
0: do that. Fucking do like it. the only way you can make it more meta is if you actually had it like in real life, being like handycammed filmed like a fucking found footage movie.
1: That'd <laughs> be beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, but like the... but that's what I'm saying. Like th- this is a, this idea here, like, keep a keeper ranger itself. Again, you, like you you gave it two great ideas: be a remake of the show, where they, <laughs> they find out it's just a remake of another show, or shit. Do the whole thing where it's a meta commentary on the state of Sentai, how downhill it just went. Because it's weird to think that between Season 2 and now, Sentai has taken such a downward spiral that it probably gives the writer, if any would want to do it, the writer of three or, or uh, Season 3, or if it's Arakawa or someone else, they have ample ammunition to shoot with. They have complete ample ammunition. Of there's, course, it would need to be somebody who's smart enough with the material to do it, but still.
0: Yeah, that's that's really my problem is that there, there isn't like a lack of ideas to do a third season about. There are plenty of ideas. I'm sure back when season two had ended, yeah, there really wasn't much more you could milk with the concept. But fast forward, you know, five or six years and there's been enough that's changed and there's been enough that's happened where now suddenly you've got all this new material to make jokes about you've got all this more material to be like have meta commentary on and like crack jokes of and make fun of about sentai you know you can have the jokes about how there's been an over focus of toy shilling because of you know like go Kyger and q i almost said q ranger cure and you can have that like have the show make fun of that there and I'm sure somebody probably would object to that in the the marketing department because you can't you can't have them making fun of the toy focus even though this
1: isn't a show for kids. <laughs> well, see, it's funny because I I was thinking why not do a thing, and this is weird to me because especially now, why not do a thing where, ma- ma- not even maybe the main villain, just just an antagonist, is somebody that isn't really but is of stand-in for Common Rider, like in the sense that oh wow nobody's paying attention to Sentai anymore. No one's, no one's paying attention to the Akiba Rangers because they're paying attention to, this is just the standard name, to Akiba Rider over there. Because he's mean, getting more popular. Uh, yeah, there. fuck. I mean, people have said, like, making a Akiba Ranger Common
0: Rider show. You could do that and then have it be like, oh, he's actually, like, an, an antagonist there where he's...
1: He's a huge asshole.
0: He's kind of like a huge asshole and he's, like, a big anti-hero, but people still love him. And so the Akiba Rangers kind of lost the spotlight to him and it's like... It's about them trying to regain the spotlight after they've been gone so long. Like, I mean, fuck. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because, like, it could be a whole thing of, like, nobody's into your Sentai childish, oh, happy go lucky. We want this. You know, door. To, to,
0: to repeat what uh, idiots on the internet who don't know anything about Sentai say Sentai is for little kids. It's got a little kid focus. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly, right? It's meant for small babbies and comrades for smart adults. And that's not at all <laughs> the fucking sense at all. They're both made for the same audience, which isn't small babbies, which is relatively less small babbies. I'm going all over the place with this metaphor, and I've completely lost the point I was trying to make.
1: No, but but it, but it's true. Like It could be a whole thing of, like, you know, these guys are like, nobody cares about Santa anymore. You're all childish. Uh, da, da, da. We like this guy because he's dark and edgy and uh, he's awesome, you know? that, And he's like, he has all these dark colors, and you have these pastel colors. Nobody wants pastel anymore. I say that as we yeah, know uh... zero why. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, you know, except for uh, x Build, uh, Zio, Zero-One, uh, every single common <laughs> writer that came before those guys.
1: Right, but, but like, <coughs> it, it, it's, that, it's that thing that you said, like, you know, it's basically parodying, you know, those idiots on the internet who don't really know what they're talking about when it comes to that. But it can be that, where it's like, they have to find a way to really invigorate themselves without losing... You know what made them Sentai to, to begin with. It, it's it's an it's an interesting concept that I that I kind of would like to see somebody you know bring in because like they don't want they want to get popular but they don't want to lose that 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 you know that kind of like purity that Sentai has that Ryder really doesn't have, and I, I would like to see something like that man because that that's a fucking we there those are three pl- those are three ideas right there for a season three right fucking there.
0: Yeah, I mean. Shit, we just gave, like, what, four good ideas for a third season. There's there's bound to be a million more by writers and idea guys better than us. And I'm going to fully call myself an idea guy because I'm great at coming up with concepts, but I'm a fucking awful writer. I'd just do it myself, but I can't fucking write at all.
1: If we had the budget, I'd fucking do it.
0: Hell yeah. If we had, I mean, fuck, you could, um... I mean, here's a good idea. I mean, now that Hasbro owns Power Rangers, I mean... They do a lot oh. of like a mature and like older fan focused shows. You could bring a Kiba Ranger over now, remake oh. it and then have it be about that it's like a remake of another show and have that be the meta aspect there.
1: That's It's like oh my god, we're just a rip off.
0: Like we're like have them be like we're just a rip off of some Japanese show that's a ripoff of another Japanese show. I mean, of course it's not actually a rip off. You get what I mean by there?
1: It's no, like, I, I get you like it's the it's whole thing of like oh my god like look what people on the internet are saying they're saying like our adaptations suck they like, didn't even know we were an adaptation like have that be like yeah have that be how uh
0: American Akiba Red finds out it's like he's browsing like I don't know not 4chan or whatever it's like <sighs> oh it's like he finds out about Sentai and then he finds out about Kiba Ranger that way he's like what the fuck is going on here and then that's
1: that's an idea right there I mean, shit. Or shit, if you want to get, like, really, really meta, have have it, in a way, be, like, the unofficial season three. That'd be yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> that right there, yeah.
0: Have it actually be season three, and it's just a remake of the first show as a Power Rangers-style show.
1: And, and see, we would know what's going on, but to, like, the normal person, they'd be like, what the fuck? This is season three? What happened to the first two?
0: Like, yeah, I mean, you could even call it, like, I mean, even if you don't want to call it season three, you can just call it, like, power rangers whatever force or whatever the fuck and have them find out like oh we're just like we're just a remake of some japanese show we're not real have that meta aspect there i mean shit, I there was there was so much more that you could do with this concept and it's it's just disappointing that it's just kind of been forgotten about i mean it's still popular people still do talk about it of course you still have <laughs> Look people at reference Reference the content.
1: Yeah, I still have people like quoting the episodes. I mean, fuck. There you are still. Saw, yeah, people... I see a bunch of people posting gifts from it from it all the time. I mean, shit. Even people who, who doesn't have never... know the. Even yeah, exactly. people who like... have
0: never fucking heard of a Kiba Ranger or like Sentai at all, still like post clips and references to a Kiba Ranger, and they don't even know that they're doing it. That's how popular like, the show who, got.
1: Who in this fandom does not know about the powerful Rangers in season two? Yeah, know the, that? the powerful
0: rangers, knows the that. the gift of Akiba Red trying to drink water. I mean, of course, a lot of it's from season two there, but there's still a lot from season one that gets referenced too. I mean, fuck's sake, there's exactly. still idiots who think ZQ Naoi is going to be a real show. Oh my, it's god. not. It's not going to be a real show. It's For never six going years, to be a real guys, show. You know, no,
1: you it's know been, what? We say this now. You say that now. Been... Give it a week.
0: <laughs> oh my god. No, you know what? you know what Toei's gonna do is that they're gonna pull a, a Hoshi Hero girl drop and it's like they're going to announce it as a real show and then it turns out it's just season three. Oh, that'd be fucking would, hilarious. That
1: would, oh, that would be beautiful. And I, you know what? i oh. give all my money to Toei if they did that. I Because be again, it's so... like you said, this is, because <laughs> like you said, this is a gold mine of just material that they can use and it's still popular. People still watch it. Dude, I know people. Who have never seen Sentai in their life, like you said, never seen Sentai in their life, and they know what a Kiba Ranger is. They love the concept of it, because they, because of course they've seen you know the scene of the powerful rangers. They love the concept of it. I know people in real life who just watch anime, who just who, I mean, to be fair, they think Akiba the Ranger is a real, you know, Sentai show, but they love the concept of it as well. The the goldmine of, especially now. Because of all the people who have gotten into Sentai since or Toku in general since, of all the people who have become fans of Power Rangers and become fans of Common Rider and all this stuff, since then, honestly, not even in just Japan, you'd probably have a bunch of people in America who are probably just anime only fans who would watch it because it's so kooky. It's so wacky. It and you really know is. a lot of people nowadays love the memes, they love those memes. A Cuba Ranger, honestly, dude, season one is full of shit that would probably be memed up nowadays. So I don't see why we don't, you know, tap into this more. Again, I would love to know why Toei doesn't do it. Is it a rights issue? I doubt it is. Nobody it's owns probably, it. It's
0: definitely not a rights issue because they do... There's nothing outside of, like, Sentai that they show that they don't own other than, like, I think maybe one of the songs or something. I'm not sure. Uh, it's very... It's weird because it's not, like, there's no real way to figure out what it is other than, you know, there wasn't toys, so it didn't make its money back or whatever. And it just had, like, yeah which Yeah, which
1: is depressing.
0: And I guess that's really the only, like, again, right there, that's a commentary on how Sentai's become, where it's it's become so focused on, you know, selling toys and making monies. And uh, it just keeps lowering and lowering in sales, and it's they just don't want to take the risk, I guess. It's... It's a little disappointing, I guess is the the best way to say it is that it is. This is a it's a concept that could be done and still has more content to use with it. And it's ironically the the aspects the show would comment on and make fun of that are keeping it from having more, I guess is the one way to look at it.
1: I I guess so because in a way, it's it's kind of in, in a way, it's almost kind of prophetic, in how much it almost you know, it almost like predicts how Sentai would go eventually. You know, all the shit that's changing, all the shit that's going down, blah 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 blah. I mean, hell, the fact that Akagi doesn't even mention anything past Go Ranger, it's just like, maybe that's maybe that's. He just also another thing
0: I, I forgot to mention is he never mentions Go Ranger either, which is especially weird considering he's a big Sentai fanboy, and he mentioned shit all the way back to like Battle Fever J but that that's that's more another story that's not really necessarily a point but it, there's all this like content that like can still be done and there's like there's these weird uh, I really don't know how else to better put it honestly.
1: Well, it's like it's like you said honest um, it's like you said um that it's just the fact that they have this gold mine in this concept it doesn't have to even be a Kiba Ranger. It can be anything. You can put this to any Toku show: Ultraman, Sheriff Gavan, fucking Common Rider. Any of them, and you could make it fit. Like I said, could you imagine what they would have if they did this meta concept with Gavan? The stories they would have with Ultraman or Common Rider, you'd have honestly enough for at least three seasons with every single one of them. I mean, Cause... consider how a
0: lot of the new Ultraman shows are very heavily reliant on the old Showa continuity and it's all referencing old characters and bringing them back and like reimagining them. Fucking every single Ultraman since Ginga has had like their powers based on the old Ultras. You can do something about that. You could easily make this like meta commentary on the nature of the franchise into really anything and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a toku show or like uh, any kind of, like, long-running series. Like, I mean, you could do it with fucking uh, Pretty Cure. You could do it with Transformers. You could do it with fucking Shit, X-Men. you could do this with
1: wrestling. You could
0: you do could this, do with, this with pro wrestling. You could do it with fucking anything.
1: And, and it's sad because no one does it. And, again, it, it, maybe it's like you said. Maybe it's just the nature and the concept of... What they would be making fun of, which would be the toys, which would be the over reliance on the gimmicks and everything. Like, dude, fucking, any... could you imagine w- the feel that they would have with the gimmickry that they have nowadays with Common Rider? Holy shit, it mm. would be fucking. That, that's that's about five episodes for you right there, because like it, that it right there. I mean, itself. that's that's easy jokes is like
0: the over reliance on like gimmicky toys to sell the characters and like the toy the belts and stuff, and it's. I mean, that, Dude, that, that could right there somebody. is enough for, like, a joke. You could have the character be, like, he's got, like, a million things he's got to stick in to transform or do anything. And it's, like, it takes three minutes for him to do anything. And, like, that's how they beat him is that they exploit him having to transform or whatever. And they, like, they break the rules of
1: the show where, like, they attack him during the transformation. Like, there. Dude, that right you there. have it so much that you could do a thing where, like, the main character... Like, somebody comes up to him. It's like, oh, are you a fan of Heisei or Neo-Heisei? And the character just makes a fucking face. Like, fucking new fags. Like, you know, <laughs> talking about Neo-Heisei. It's just there's, there's that bit where, um...
0: uh, Yeah, I mean, like, they even do a joke about, like, in this show where, um... Uh, Mitsuki meant, calls them Boken Ranger and Akagi uh, goes <laughs> off on this massive tirade and he calls her a fucking new fag. Of course, that's, you know over time translating it for a western audience there but he calls her the the two-chan equivalent either way so you know he's like he's you have like the fan rage jokes like that's easy right there there's a million good jokes you could do with this concept in anything and it just it's almost disappointing that you don't see it and i guess it's just like there's not enough good writers to really like do the concept justice i guess is
1: i guess not because like again like you said arakawa he's a very special writer who can do this type of meta humor and this type of meta writing that i, I mean who the hell who do we have right now who could do that in no way sorry i love i love his bullshit but mm, no nah, he's like a russo shirakura Shira, fuck, I mean, no
0: other than arakawa like there's not that many writers who have like at least big name writers who have been around long enough to understand like the meta nature of the show well enough to do it maybe like riku sanjo or somebody <laughs> like um oh, fuck i was trying to remember um i can't remember his name never mind oh uh damn it i forgot her name again uh who wrote
1: O's. <laughs> whoever wrote O's. She oh yes 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 it. i know who you're talking about
0: yeah yeah
1: because, like you said, like a lot of these guys... Like, we have three. And we don't even know if they can get them to do that. I I would love to. I would love to because, again, as we keep saying... This is a gold mine of ideas that you could do. You could do it at any point. And that's just the keyboard ranger in general. It's a bunch of ideas that I... L- it's weird to think about it. But, as I said before... And I was talking about this on the, on the server earlier today... Akiba Ranger has legitimately been the only Sentai show that I've been able to watch that I can't say I've been bored with. And, of course, you know, it's 13 episodes, but you can't, you know, you can't really get bored with just 13. You can, by the way. But it's 13 episodes, whatever. But it's kept me it kept me engaged. I loved every character. Nothing was, you know, everything. All the fat was trimmed, basically, from regular Sentai shows. To the point where I was yeah. thinking, why doesn't Sentai just do this? The, run, the shortened run time is
0: definitely helpful to get the point across and keep you still invested by the end.
1: I think if exactly. this, even if
0: this show was like two or three episodes longer, I don't think it would have been as good.
1: No. No, it wouldn't. I don't think so. Because, again, it's like you said, I believe that... Again, and I know I'm going to get hate for this if I, if I say it, but I don't care. Sentai shouldn't be 49 episodes anymore. In fact, there's point. There's points where I don't even think writers should be 49 episodes. I think it's just become gratuitous in that sense. Where 13 episodes was enough for me. I mean, I know I get why they don't do it this often. I know why they don't make it this short. You know, toys, planning, and all this other shit. But you can't tell me that this didn't keep you engaged with 13 episodes that most Sentai can never do in 49. Or even like they they can't do it, man. They just can't, especially nowadays. They, oh,
0: definitely wow. not nowadays. No.
1: Which is why, which is why I think to myself, legitimately. This this is probably like one of the better. It's funny because it's unofficial. One of the better Sentai shows I've ever seen, and and again, it's unofficial, but it's great. It's, it's fucking great. I, nothing else. It's officially unofficial. Exactly, and honestly, anybody who's never seen it, they should. They fucking should why not it's 13 episodes guys you're not losing much if you're a super big fan of sentai or even if you're you're a
0: total newbie or even if you don't know anything about the franchise at all it's worth a watch it's really worth a watch because whether you know jack shit or you know just as much as akagi does which is
1: everything which is scary which is scary
0: you're which is scary yes you'd be able to find something about the show to like even if you, like, I mean, hell, even if you don't really like Sentai, I mean, there's probably something in here that you can, like, get a laugh at.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And there's, and and I wish that, again, I wish more people would watch this show because nowadays, I guess nowadays, more people, more they just use, like, pictures and GIFs, but they don't really watch it. Dude, honestly, if most Sentai fans watch this show nowadays, they would love it. They would love it. Hmm. Like, I know, I know Phil, he likes it. He's watching it right now. Like, he's not watching it, you know, as fast as us, but he's watching it, and he loves it. Because it's basically just... It's it's almost cathartic in a way, where it's making fun of the things everyone makes fun of. And it's great. I love it. Honestly, go watch it. Um, but with that being said, I think we can just go into our final thoughts. So, Jay, what I mean, are your final thoughts?
0: I just fucking gave them there. I mean, absolutely perfect comedy, perfect show. If you're a fan of meta-commentary if you're a fan of sentai if you're a fan of parodies of sentai if you're a fan of parodies in general if you just like having a laugh it's worth a watch i mean it's it's yeah. 12 13 episodes even if you know like only the bare minimum of the franchise there's something in here for you to get a laugh
1: at you, honestly you could pro- if somebody ever just watched go kaiser you could probably jump a- jump in on this and go kaiser after go kaiser you're I mean, yeah, there's,
0: there's enough content in Gokaiger to give you everything you need to know to understand most of the jokes in
1: this show. Indeed. And even if you... Honestly, this even if you don't know anything about Sentai, if you're coming in from Power Rangers, this will be fun for you. Because it's like... It's making fun of so much shit that you probably noticed in Power Rangers as well. Not just in Sentai, just in Power Rangers in general. Um, but yeah, for my final shits... Uh, I don't know. Again, like I said, this the Sentai show... I loved it and again this is coming from a guy who has given up on sentai totally i have not i have not watched a single sentai since tokyuger the other ones i haven't cared about i watched zoo ogre but man do, do i remember Zo ogre fuck no i don't i don't remember a thing from zoo ogre i don't remember anything from most of the sentais it's to the point where i actually don't know the order of the last five that have come out it's it's just gone that bad for me and again, I, I don't want to say that like I hate sentai, but this this is fun. This is a fun show and it's made fun of so much shit and as we just spent like 30 minutes or so talking about this is this show is a gold mine for more ideas, for more things to happen with the show. And if <laughs> I shouldn't give them any ideas, but I'll give I'll say it right now. If even half of the fucking toku bridgers on fucking youtube or even half as witty as this show they'd probably be just as funny
0: they'd oh, probably be
1: entertaining uh, t- you know uh, fucking t- take note most of you toku of bridgers watch this show if you want to know what fucking funny is all right thank you so with that with that shade out of the way let's go to the wheel because it's time for the wheel the wheel like of the
0: wheel. a spinning wheel Top speed I don't remember the rest of the are, words Are you mixing song. up two songs? I, I, I forgot how spinning wheel went.
1: I think you're mixing up two songs. I uh, Probably.
0: Uh, Alright, so spin this. I am tired.
1: You probably also haven't heard that song recently.
0: No, I haven't heard it since Drive ended. Either way. so.
1: Holy shit. Well, okay. Well, let's, just, let's actually spin this. Now that we've gotten the the sh- the hoot nanny out of the way, I just really the hope hoot. that it's nothing. The ho- nothing long because if it's something long, I'm gonna shoot myself.
0: And the nanny.
1: The hoots and nannies. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. All right. Uh. Shit. Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Okay, there we go. I fucking minimized my screen by accident. You there fool. We go. I did. Uh. Oh. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I guess. Hold on. Let me get my snipping tool. Snippity snip. Snippity snoop. All right. New. Fucking. There we go. All right. So I don't. I didn't even know if this is a thing. But somebody put it on there. I don't know if you put it on there. Uh. Thunderbolt movie from Gundam? Is that actually a movie? Gundam Thunderbolt?
0: Yeah, yeah that, that, a was a, that was a spin off. Um, okay, okay. Uh, I hope sure. that's what they meant. Uh, cool, sounds good. Uh, it's a
1: movie! Short. Look, at least, at least it wasn't what was next to it, which is Mystic Knights of Tyrannogue, which is what oh, I had to look up real God. quick. That is fifty episodes, and that's fifty episodes of No. I'm not doing that. Uh but yeah. So, uh next week we're doing a Thunderbolt movie from Gundam. I've never seen it. I hope it's good. I don't know. I, I know literally nothing about Thunderbolt. All all that,
0: I know about Thunderbolt is that uh smooth jazz and uh psycho Gundam is really fucking stupid. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, well I mean that's I mean, again, I, I know literally nothing about Thunderbolt. I know that there's a manga that I've never read. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Actually, wait, do I... I think I have... I might have... uh, uh, Some model kits from it, actually. Wait, hold on. Yes, I do. I have uh, the Psycho Gundam. Uh, uh, see? Actually, yeah, no. like I told you, the Psycho Gundam is fucking stupid no, looking. No, no, not Psycho Gundam. I have uh, Gundam Zaku 2, a.k.a. Holy shit, my back. Um... But, yeah, I guess next week we're doing Thunderbolt Gundam Bolt Bundam thing movie. I thought this was the one with the Pirate. I got excited for a second because I thought this was the one with the Pirate Gundam, and I'm like, no, that's Crossbones. That's Crossbone.
0: That That still doesn't have an anime, motherfucker. It took 20 years! It never will.
1: It it never never will, Jay. It never will. They've made model kits off of this thing, and they never will. I'm looking at my fucking model kit of it, and I'll never make it.
0: We never will never it. get the sequel to F91 that we deserve, a.k.a. Crossbone Gundam. <laughs>
1: oh, wait, that's a manga. Oh, no, that's a novel, isn't it? It's a novel?
0: It's it's like a, a manga and a book series and, like, a bunch of other shit except for a TV show. Because uh, fuck you. Yeah.
1: I guess fuck you. No one likes F- F91, which is funny because I just torrented that. So well, F- to F91 F
0: ninety one was a movie. Uh crossbone was it's like weird sequel except not or something but it has
1: a pirate
0: it's got pirates in it yeah and it's a fucking i don't
1: know it, fucking it has Bandai. an eye patch it has an eye patch i'm looking it's got an eye patch on it how can you not make this into a movie it's i don't great know that, but with that being said i think it's time to wrap it up for tonight So, if you like what you've heard, come on and join us on the server. Links down below. Um, I'll be making that announcement for the giveaway uh, soon. Excuse me. And, as always, I'm AJ. That's Jay. Bye. We'll see you... next time. Bye-bye. Bye.